Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see if they keep that combination together, and if so, how long. Um, I do think part of the line changes Monday night were that in the first period when it was a Ben Reamsdyke coiled DeBrusque line, I, I don't think they were doing a good enough job against the Kachuk line, which was kind of what they were that, – they were that line being used in that, in that matchup. And so I think getting Marsh in there makes that a much better defensive line. And then you saw them be better in that matchup as the game went on. So I think that was part of the shuffling and that lead that opens the door for someone else to move up to the Pasenak line. If Marshan's on your defensive matchup line, and that's how you get, you know, Potcher between Zach and Pasenak. Um, I guess I'm okay with Zach sliding over to the wing here and there in certain situations when the game calls for it. I wouldn't want to see that long-term because I still think that one of the most important things you can do this season is figure out what you have in, in Pavel Zaka as a center. Because I think by the end of this year, I I want the Bruins to have a pretty good idea as to whether Zaka and Patra can be the top two centers going forward. And obviously that can't really happen if they're playing on the same line and Zaka's on the wing. So for, you know, a period and a half or two periods during a game, certain situations, totally fine. Like no, no problem with it, but long-term I still want to see Zaka as a center. Yeah, I, I would agree. Bridget, do you have a follow-up on that? I agree half, but disagree a tiny bit because um, I like the way that line looks. And I feel like, obviously, there's still time to be, to build chemistry if you put Jake DeBrusque on the left wing with um, Patro or, you know, you you rotate those that, that combination around. But I like that line. Like, I just, if it gives you the best chance to win, why don't you stick with that until you have to go away from it? Like, that's my thought on it. I actually, when I saw him push Saka to wing, I had been wondering whether or not that was going to happen for a few games because it almost makes other things fall in line, I feel. Um, I know you want to see what you have in him as a number one center. But for whatever reason, 
I feel like chemistry wise, it solves problems and that it could be a good option for them. I, I know what you mean, Scott, and I, I completely understand the wanting for him to be um, in the mix for your no, number one center potentially, but I just like the chemistry that was there. Well, here, here's my other counter. They used Marshan Coyle DeBrusque as a line to start the season. They were together on opening night. Why didn't that combination last? I think it didn't last because there also was just the rest of the lineup didn't kind of fall into place either. Like Padre, I, I, well, I would third line center wasn't the best usage of him. Well, I would also say part of the reason it didn't last is because Coyle wasn't driving enough offense between Marshan and DeBrusque. Now that that line scored a goal Monday night, so that's obviously very encouraging. But long term, I would say I I would still have those concerns about whether Charlie Coyle is capable of driving enough offense as a number two center. I also think though that Marshawn had kind of a slow start, and as he picks things up, that that could become less of an issue. So, and and we know that Marshawn can drive offense on a line. Like if he's if he needs to be the driver on that line, he can be, and we've seen DeBrusque do it at times as well. I don't think Charlie Coyle slows them down. So. I'm I'm personally I liked the look of it. And Jim Montgomery is someone who changes his combinations all the time. So they're never gonna just stick to one combination, but I like how it looked. So yeah, I, I think there's reasons to like it. And I think you guys both bring up good points. Um I for some of the reasons Scott mentions, like I kind of want to see and and I know you want to take things one year at a time because that's all you can really do. But as far as the future of this franchise, I do want – I know Charlie Coyle's not a number one center. Um, and I don't think he's a number two center either. But I do want to see if the Bruins need to address center outside of the organization because they don't feel like they have what they have. And a big part of that and finding that out is giving Zaka that opportunity. Um, the other thing I would say is that, um, Bridget, the line of Patra, Pasternak, and, and – uh, and, and Zaka, like that line could be the greatest line to ever play hockey. I just, I don't feel comfortable. And I guess that's the best way I can describe it. I don't feel comfortable with Charlie Coyle as my second line center, because, because if you put Zaka to the wing, you're, you're taking away some of that center depth that Potter has now given you. And I think that this team overall is better situated. If Coyle is on that third line, but I'm not saying I don't want to maybe see what you guys are talking about, what you're, what you're uh, referencing for a little bit. And, and you can certainly play Zach on the wing here and there and bump Coyle up. I just think long-term, I think it helps the Bruins find out what they have at center. And I think short-term, I think it helps this offense be sorted where it needs to be because now Charlie Coyle is a third-line center, which I think is where he should be on a, on a really strong team. Another thing that makes me like Zach on the wing, though, is that it allows you to split some of your top players from not being on the same line because they had been playing Marshawn and Pasternak on the same line. And then the way that they have the combinations, like we've just been describing, those two guys are on opposite lines. So you match up wise, um, you, you might be able to take advantage of that a little bit. Who, um, um, who's your, uh, who's your third line center in a situation where Zaka is on the wing and Coyle is number two, who's your third line center geeky. They had geeky and they had 
that they had Frederick taking some of the face-offs. They had Geeky there. Um, yeah, I don't know if I, but I, don't I also know if I love don't that think either. That Geeky, but but see, like, it kind of solved the problem that they had Geeky playing in the, the top six where he's probably more suited for a third-line role. I don't know. I thought it solved that problem. We'll see. I want to see it more, honestly, just to see, like, if there's so much chemistry or offense that comes from it, does that override the the need to have Zaka play majority of the time at center? Like if you kept him at wing for say like 60% of the time and he's still centered a little bit, like still centered sometimes on different nights or um, at different points. I I don't know. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's fun to talk about. And I think it's like I said, it's, there's nothing wrong with them trying it and see how, see how things stick and, and look for different looks, look for different chemistry. I think in the, in the scenario that you paint, I don't know if I'm sold on Coyle as a two and I don't know if I'm sold on Frederick slash geeky as a third, third line center. But if it's Zaka and then Patra and then Coyle, I feel more comfortable with those guys in those positions to do what they need them to do. Um, but I mean, I love the conversation. It's, I, I, I didn't, yeah, I mean, it's definitely fun to talk about. Yeah, and, and another thing I would say is, like, the idea of kind of loading up the top line, you know, having Marsha and Pasternak together, I don't I don't hate having that, but you need to have a second line going, obviously. So a key part of that, to me, is how Potter and DeBrusque develop chem- chemistry. Like, I, I want to see them together more because – they're going to be if if your top line ends up being Marshan Zaka Pasenak, which it had been for a couple games before this most recent change, then Potter and DeBrusque have to be the two driving the second line. And then if they are, and if they find good chemistry and they're playing well together, then you can figure out who fits with them out of Van Riemsdyk, Geeky, Frederick. You can try different options. But those two are like the essential pieces of that line. So we've seen them together a little bit. I think there's been some encouraging signs, but obviously like we're only talking about a few games. So it's not, you know, how like how they're gonna look together in the long term over the course of an entire season remains to be seen. Because if if they don't click and you know that they're okay, but they're not really producing a ton then, yeah, you probably have to split up Marshan Pasternak and spread out that scoring. Yeah, and, and I feel like we haven't seen the chemistry develop with DeBrusque yet. And and maybe that's because they haven't found the, the right other piece on that line to go next to them. I thought it was interesting because before the game, Montgomery was asked about kind of maybe throwing, I don't want to call Frederick an enforcer because he's not an enforcer in, in like the traditional sense, but like somebody that can step up and, and kind of protect Patra because Patra had been getting run a little bit the previous games. And he said he had been practicing with Frederick because they want to add a little bit of edge to that line and, and try to protect Patra a little bit more. So we didn't see that combination. Scott, did they even play a single shift together? Um, as a line uh, with, I think, what was the practice line? DeBrusque, Potter, Frederick, or something like that? Uh, it was it was Frederick, Potter, Geeky. And, yeah, they, they started the game together, but obviously what, with just as poorly as the whole team played in the first period, they got split up along with the other two, you know, top three lines. So 
Um, yeah, the, they worked together to start, but it didn't last very long. Yeah. I think you need Patra as the playmaker and then like two wings that are finishers um, to be next to him. And I don't know if I'd call Frederick that, especially the reasoning to put him there. I know you don't want Patra to get run, but like, I feel like in this sense, it doesn't necessarily like putting Frederick there doesn't necessarily stop that. It just, I don't, if it discourages it at all, it's not a lot. I mean, it, what it does is like, it gives them someone who can at least respond. Like, Patrick gets hit from behind, like he did in the neutral zone a couple games ago. Frederick's there to challenge whoever threw the hit. Like that, I think that's more the idea. Maybe it at least forces guys to think twice. But um, yeah, I mean the, the thing, like I think Frederick can be a finisher. I, you know, I think he has a pretty good shot. Um, but the other part of this, and like I mentioned it a few games ago, this is one of my opening shifts. I just think Frederick and Coyle are so good together that like I don't I don't like the idea of ever really splitting them up. It seems like they always do better together than than apart on different lines. So you know, I think Patra and Fred like uh a DeBrusque Patra Frederick line could work. Like that could be two finishers along the lines of of what you're talking about. But I don't know. Frederick and Coyle works. Like I, I kind of just feel like they should be together on your third line. And, you know, maybe it ends up being JVR Patra in DeBrusque. Like maybe. What if it, this, this popped into my head too. I don't know. I don't want to get too far into the weeds in this, but like JVR Patra pasta that brings pasta to a separate line is Marshawn. And then you can keep Marshawn Zaka DeBrusque. Yeah, I mean, the Marshan and Zaka is a combination we don't really discuss too often. Uh, and I th- don't think it's one we've really seen. So in that situation, that's what you'd be you'd be getting, Bridget, right? And the idea is because I feel like you guys have mentioned, like, Patra is kind of the, you know, de facto Krejci comparison with his vision and stuff like that. And then Zaka is kind of the, you know, the, the subtle two-way center that can maybe somewhat be something of what Bergeron gave you. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I do think that right now the Bruins value pasta, uh, pasta and Zaka's chemistry that they've formed over the last year plus, um, and that's kind of trumping anything to do with Zaka and, and Marshan. Scott, I don't know if you have any different feedback. I wouldn't mind seeing it at some point. I think you'll have to see a little bit of everything at different points for one reason or another. Yeah, I think it's exactly what you said. Like, I think they – they like what Zaka and Pasenak have, and I think those two like playing together. Um, but yeah, you know, they've tried just about everything else, so it does seem like inevitably Montgomery will probably juggle things up in some way that leads to uh, Zaka and Marshan together without Pasenak, and you know, maybe it's a Patra Pasenak. You mentioned like JVR, like that can make sense there. Um, yeah, no matter what, it, it, I guess the overriding theme here is that lines still very much not settled. Montgomery still just throws them in the blender. Like at really at, like any bad period, they're getting thrown in the blender. And, you know, this early in the season, I don't really mind it. Like, I, I just find it funny that like he, 
but going into the season, he was talking about how like he wants to give lines a little more time and not change things up as much as last year. And like, he just can't help himself. And again, to me this early in the year, it's fine. It's like, I don't have an issue with it. I just think it's funny that he said he wanted to do the opposite. And now he's still just throwing people all over the place. Yeah, I made the joke to Matt Vittor, who is the uh, Mass Live Bruins reporter, and he he was sitting next to me. And I was like, it's like the lottery. Like, you put everybody's number in, and then they just pop three ping pong balls out, and it's like, okay, that's the line right now. <laughs> just like, And he's like, oh, or it's like a slot machine where, you know, you pull the lever, and just whatever it spins and lands on, that's the line. But um, I, I think that I'd, I do actually want to see that combination of Van Riemsdyk, Patra's, um, Pasta, because Van Riemsdyk is great net front. He could be great at screening goalies. Uh, and obviously we know how great a shot Pasta has. So that could kind of give him an advantage on the wing shooting. And also Van Riemsdyk's puck retrieval in front of the net could pop a rebound back out to Pasta, or he could grab a rebound off the pads and put it in on a, on a Pasta shot. And then you have um, Patra as like the, the setup guy and someone that goes to the net as well. So in theory, like that could be a good line. Yeah, it could be. And I think we look forward to seeing that combination at some point, hopefully. And, and as you guys have mentioned, a lot of other ones. So uh, 